Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Artistic State of Mind. I am Juliana, aka Jules, aka Julie Mango. And I'm Stephen, aka The Ladies Gentleman, aka Art Appreciator, aka um, Smiling Mastermind, aka I've Went Out, aka's. So, yeah. I thought you were going to keep it going. Nah. As really. you do. Well, not, not this week, eh? Nah. I've got uh, Cool. Happy Black History Month. Boop, boop. Happy Black Panther week slash month. Boop, boop. That's what I'm making it now. <laughs> That's what you're making it. Every single year, we're going to celebrate it. Awesome. Awesome. I like the sound of that too. Yeah, you? but happy Black History Month. Yeah. Uh, I think normally... America celebrated in February and we celebrate in October. In October, yeah. Um, so it's nice to have two months, even though I celebrate my blackness every single day. Yeah. Should but be every year. Should be every single day of the year. That's what I said every single day. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, I'm saying it should be. Yeah. I always remember the interview a while ago about something like that. That's true. But yeah. Do you have a, a black um, person you want to big up? Um, man. Put you on the spot. I want to big up everyone that's doing, you know. Oh, that's all. a cop out. No, 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 no. I want to big up. <laughs> I want to big up myself, actually. You know what? Yeah, because yeah, black man walking. I've, yeah, because you know, I'm just being me. I'm living life, and you know, I'm living life to the fullest. I'm appreciating every moment, you know. And yeah, yeah, I'm gonna big up myself because okay. I can't big up anyone else apparently. Yeah. Big <laughs> up yourself. How about you? Um, I would like to shout out all the black filmmakers, black writers. Oh, that's a cop out. That's, a cop that's out. not a cop out, but black filmmakers, black writers that are telling our stories and making it unapologetic. Shout out to you guys because our stories need to be told. And also shout out to the Cheddar Man, who was revealed today <laughs> as being <laughs> the first man to ever land in Britain. Oh my gosh, this I'm, is so wild. <laughs> why is it so wild? No, I just, oh, I just, I just I love it. it. Interesting. <laughs> the cheddar, shout out to the cheddar man. Such an interesting. I, name. I was living for that news headline, boy. First of all, yeah. Um, shout out to not even shout out to them, but did you see the unveiling of the Queen Nefertiti that they tried to do the other day? Yeah, on Nef- some American Nef- Nefertiti. Yeah, Nefertiti yeah. looking yeah. like some white woman. It was like, boy, bye. We all know what color she is. Really, you trying it? Are you trying it? And then Damn. they put out the cheddar man, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, such a funny name. That, that 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 makes more sense. Mm, <laughs> but mm. yeah, um, so shout out to the filmmakers, yeah, and the Cheddar Man too. Yeah, shout out to them. Big man. things, big things, big things. But yeah, um, how's your week been, Stephen? Yeah, it's been alright. It's been alright. Um, just I think you get to. I well, you know what? It's actually very mad. Um, actually, nothing. No, nothing's mad. Actually, that, that was the week before, so I'm not going to talk about that. But yeah, my week's been good. Honestly, it's been good. How about you? I no, think you're going to go off on one now, aren't you? No, it's not been good because I've been unwell. Um, guys, I blame myself for this, but I also blame the fact that I have a tooth in mm. my jaw. So I've been experiencing awful, awful, awful toothaches to the point where I can't sleep at night. So I'm currently on about just about two hours sleep today. Mm. Um, haven't been to work. Uh, you know when something just it, like te- like when your teeth hurt, it's a different kind of pain, isn't it? Definitely. It's like it's one of those ones where it it it's incorporated in your mind, and you can't <laughs> switch it off. It's not it's not a, there's not a switch to go ching turn it off. Yeah, it just keeps going, and it can keep you up at night. It can definitely, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, 
I'm currently feeling it's kind of like nagging me at the moment, but I'm going to the dentist tomorrow. So hopefully, I don't know if the, that's going to stop the pain because the pain is the fact that I've got a tooth in my jaw. I think we all have tooth. tooth. No, there's a tooth growing underneath another tooth in my jaw. Wow. Yeah, it's wow. madness. Apparently, they're supposed to have taken that out from when when I was between the age of thirteen and sixteen. Man, the dentist woman was like. Did they not pick this up before? Well, no. This is the first time I'm hearing it. So, yeah. But, you know, I'll be fine, I'm sure. There's been a lot more pains that I've gone through. So this is... I blame myself as well because I love me some sweets and I love me some chocolate. Um, I give myself six months when my teeth is back to normal and I'll be like nibbling on a lollipop mm. or a licorice or a jelly bean. <laughs> okay. Enough about sweets. Or Kinder Bueno. Okay, so yeah. let's let's move on to, you know, well, our news. Stephen's literally telling me, wrap it up, bitch, yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. So let's move on to our, like, our, you know, latest music um, screen theatre news this week. What's like, what's the downbeat? What's the downbeat? So nothing really theatre-wise. Okay. But music-wise, mm. um, since we're on the theme of um, Black Excellence, and yeah. seeing that it's Black History Month, you know, mm-hmm. Um, and seeing it's also incorporated into the Black Panther film, it just works out perfectly, right? It does. It does. Um, SZA, Kendrick Lamar and SZA released their new video for All the Stars. Mm-hmm. Is it Read the Stars or All the Stars? All the Stars. All yeah. the Stars. And everybody's loving it. Yeah. Everybody's here for it. Mm. Everybody's saying yes. Yes. What's your thoughts? Man, the colours are amazing. And yeah. it kind of reminded me, you it's know. Cute what? Or whatever. It, it reminded me of the the there was a there was a WizKids video for um oh, what is it? Oh, the the song With Drake. With Drake. Closer. 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 Yeah. There we go. Um it had that kind of same vibe. Bruh, that's exactly it. how I felt. So I'm um, obviously with the you know the amazing outfits in in the video, but not the not the one with just the African girl, not the ones the the one that was um, directed by Solange's husband. Yes, Mr. Ferguson. I don't know his first name, but yeah, Ferguson, but that yeah. that version. Oh yeah, that's you're what I'm talking about. about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just that's to, what I'm just about. to yeah, just make, to clarify, clarify which one you're that's talking very about. Very true. Um, so yeah, it just it was you know the colors were you know eye popping and you know just just brilliant. Who is it, was it a brilliant directed video. by da- Daniel David Myers? Da- David. David Myers, I believe. Yeah, David Myers. Directed it. He's and, um, some well-renowned, director. I think, music director. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, he did his thing on there and, you know, SZA did her thing also. Kendrick's outfits were... Out here looking cute and she. Mm, Kendrick's <laughs> outfits were, like, pretty, pretty um, out there. And I, I loved it, man. I honestly loved it. It was just like... Yeah, I've got a different view. Okay, go ahead. No, Speak I'm now finished. Um, I just also wanted to just say, like, how smart it was that, you know, the near the end where the song's about to end about to end is like the stars and it's like they're putting like in a constellation and it's actually the, the structure or the shape of africa, africa which and is, hair. yeah that was it that yeah. was it yeah and i like that i like that so yeah that yeah was, i think that was the only part that i liked of the whole video what the stars bit yeah that was it i was like oh but, yes wait didn't you just say that you loved no i said people <laughs> loved oh, okay people. i made that very clear. <laughs> right okay go um, ahead what don't you like about it here we go I didn't care for it. Mm. I thought it was very, it was, it was cute or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just felt immediately when I saw it, I was just like, this just reminds me of WizKids um, video mm. that was directed by Mr. Ferguson, like you mentioned. Yeah. Um, 
I just felt like it was just a, a not a, it's not even a cop out. Um, if this was something that was done before, mm-hmm. if, by, if it was by, the first time, kind of thing, by Kendrick, mm-hmm. or at the fact that it, I felt like they did it because it was for the soundtrack for Black the Black Panther. Panther. Yeah. Hmm. If yeah. it wasn't, would that be the same outcome? Probably not. There we go. I so I just say. think that it's just like, I felt like it was trying too hard. Trying but, to just throw Africa in there. Yeah. Let's throw a bit of African print. Let's throw a bit of village people dancing with their feet. Let's throw a little <laughs> oh bit of kids God. with their with their hat. I was just like, oh, come on. But then what's wrong with celebrating African culture? What is wrong with that? Is there anything wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it, but I just feel like it's forced. It doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't feel natural. But I, the, the thing is, I feel like with... I don't know. With it's just the, like, I might sound like a hater, but that's what I just think. You kind of like, do. kind of do. Like, but with 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 things nowadays, it's not something. There's not something you see a lot, and when you do see it, it's it's no matter how weird it feels. But it's then good there to, are people it's good that are, celebrate oh it. God, I'm not. I'm like I love our American listeners. If you do guys do listen, thank you, shout out and everything. I'm not dissing you guys, but sometimes it does get a little bit frustrating that people can't still differentiate the fact that Africa is a continent and there's many countries in Africa. Yeah. So I just felt like it was just like. What are you trying to depict here? What part of Africa? Are you just trying to put us in a whole bubble? Okay, yeah, Wakanda is not real, but, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> I, I still don't get your argument. You and my you? argument is that I just thought it was mediocre and it just felt like it was just kind of like, it just felt mediocre. It didn't feel like I was here. I wasn't here for it. I was mm. just like, oh, okay, a video. Yeah. What I do like about the video and like about, you know, this whole, this whole you know, I don't know, I won't say movement, but just this whole experience that, um, no, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but what I like about this video, let's talk about what I like about this video is that it's exposing, you know, um, you know, black people in different, it, on in a different way in a music video that you usually won't see. So for example, like with Kendrick, his videos are very, you know, they are, are um, very art inspired and things like that you know right with humble and you know um element and all the dna they're all very do you think visual that, that, things that that was something that he did in from his previous projects like um how to pimp a but is it how to pimp a, to, to pimp a butterfly was, it, um, was that the same with his videos i would that? say yeah he was very um he wasn't your, your regular artist that you know that's that's like that goes to the hood and you know that's in the strip club for money True. and like in in like in the big house like you know like dj mm. Khaled's and stuff like that is his stuff has always been quite forward thinking you know the way he the way he thought about his music videos and who he picked to collaborate with in these music videos so mm-hmm. with that i feel like what he done with all the stars with scissor was 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 good you know because that could have that could have been any i don't know that could have been anything it could have just been could it could have been no video but i feel like with the success of that song people enjoying that song so much he thought you know what let me let me shoot a video he or i think it's probably a leading single of of the whole um black panther the album so yeah i feel like it was it was, it was a good thing and you know exposing people that usually aren't exposed to- i just think right now oh, oh. I might be digging a grave for myself, but I think Africa is now Africa. And I say on the whole, because that's how um, a lot of people kind of depict Africa is the new in thing. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. Because when you say that, <laughs> oh, <don't think> that. <laughs> when you say that, 
when you say that, it basically means that this is just a fad and it's just a phase. I feel like this is this is something that I hope will stay for a long time and people will open their eyes, you know, to new experiences like what this is bringing, you know. Absolutely. Because I hope it is. Yeah. And you But they well, said they said that sound about, like you do actually. They said that about baggy jeans and do-rags and gold chains. <laughs> no, this is complete this is a completely no, different I'm joking. thing. Banter. <laughs> um, no, but sometimes I do feel like I think uh, I, I think this could go into more politics and, and stuff like and culture appropriation, culture culture and all that stuff. I don't really want to go into that. That's not that's not what we do here. Okay, so you, is that what you're, what you're trying to say is maybe that Kendrick and Scissor like just but that's the thing I love out. them <laughs> yes. I love them as African Americans but not as Africans <laughs> but listen but listen do you know what it is yeah no but Scissor's always kind of said that Scissor I always feel like Scissor has always had this kind of like African inspired inspiredness inspiration about her right. if that makes sense right. Um, but I've just felt like I don't know I shouldn't really say this but I just feel like Maybe it's because I, I watch a lot of stuff and I read a lot of things and I hear a lot of Americans sometimes don't kind of like connect themselves mm-hmm. to the African side. And then sometimes I feel like, you know, you've got artists that do it and you don't feel like are they, how genuine are they mm-hmm. when they try to, you know, bring this side. Like, for example, let's look at let's talk about this. Your friend. Who? Drake. Oh, what about him? So, for example, him working with Burner Boy. And Burner Boy thinking oh. that he was going to be on uh, oh, on the thing. Right, right. Him working with Wizkid, right, trying to get right. that African sound field. Uh-huh. Apparently, he's working with Techno as well. Oh god, that's 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 a jewel to me, man. Techno is is that guy. He's got bangers upon bangers. But yeah, I don't like that. It's, that's what I'm saying. So I just feel like it, it, it's the it thing, like Afrobeat, and same with like, well, Afro Soko 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 and Afrobeat. They they they're kind of like infusing themselves together now which mm-hmm. the sound works really well but i was listening to a documentary how soka comes from listen watching watching a documentary watching no watching a big uh, watching a clip of a, a, a video that was okay. part of a documentary okay. yeah so i was right. watching and the person tries to explain what soka is and soka is the fusion of african sounds mm-hmm. and um indian kind of like sounds as well right okay so that's what you get soca so soca has always been kind of had this influence of africa do you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so when i see like um um afro afro beats artist and soca artists working together it makes sense because soca was inspired by you know the afro sound mm-hmm. you can hear it so when i when you hear like americans trying to work with Afrobeats artists, you kind of think, how genuine are you? Is it because Afrobeats is in mm-hmm. and you want to be part of the in and you want to reach your audience yeah. where you've probably struggled to reach beforehand? Do you get what I'm saying? Right, right, so that's right. why I feel like where is the where's the authenticness and where's where where are these people being genuine? Yeah. You you kind of wonder, you know, with with people like Drake and people know this from Drake, like, you know, sometimes his intentions are, are quite blurred mm. like people you'll think oh great I've, I've got a collaboration with drake this is so good this is going to get me it's going to propel me to the next stage of you know my career blah this blah that but then if you see it in a different way you could say that drake's just coming coming to me or working with me because what i'm producing is quite hot or what i'm making is quite hot at this moment mm. but when it all fizzles out you know when when you could say when shit hits a fan like is you still a fan as Kendrick would say weird enough but um yeah like you know with with the techno situation I just hope 
that you know this you know propels him to the next level because even though he's he's quite a big he's quite a big he's, star he's, at the got, he's he's got a name in himself already yeah. i don't think he really needs drake everybody knows who well those between in the scene yeah know him as a producer and also as an artist yeah so whether he works with drake or not or whether drake like it's never like i don't think drake he's being around Drake is going to propel his career to, well, you never know. He might, it might open doors for him to work with other people. Yeah. But I don't think it's necessarily, people are going to be like, oh, so who's, people might say who's techno, mm-hmm. but people aren't going to say, oh yeah, techno was like, Drake made techno's career. Yeah. I feel techno, like there is still going to be some there, ignorant there, people, there is some be ignorant reporters people. out there that are going to say, who is this new guy on the scene, techno? And I'm going to be very, very pissed off when I see that. Because he's been working for years. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, we're digressing a bit, but we. I don't know, but yeah, we we're talking about the video, but we went on to that angle. That's what <laughs> yeah. we do here. You know what I mean? Tangents upon tangents. We love it. We love it. Um, but actually, in saying that, I don't think in our last episode because the Grammys, the Grammys hadn't. We talked about the Grammy nominations, nominations, but we didn't talk about the winners. Yes. So we obviously, didn't. since the last time we've caught recorded, yeah. mm-hmm. the Grammys have happened. Yeah. And, you know. A lot of wins. Well, not a lot of wins. Maybe about four or five wins. Yeah, about four. Well, yeah, a lot of wins and a lot of snubs, quote unquote snubs. So, what um, do you? What did you think? Were you surprised, or did you care? Um, I was kind of surprised, but I didn't care at the same time because I feel like <laughs> that's the best kind of recipe. Yeah, because I I feel like Grammys nowadays it, it kind of means nothing. I feel like artists artists are starting to realize that. Um, I think These Frank accolades Ocean, don't mean anything. Yeah, Frank Ocean realized it two years ago, which is which is amazing. Um, but Everyone yeah, likes like, to follow Frank. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, people. I think people are starting to realize, like even when Scissor didn't win anything, and she was like the most um, decorated, not decorated, but most um, nominated female artist, mm. and she didn't win zero. Zero. And then obviously there's, and it was yeah. her year. Whether you, some people, some people questioned, like you know the 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 artistry of her album the the did it was it on caliber with the rest that when she was nominated with Mm -hmm. let's just let's just say she made she she made you feel even though you were in your 30s like you were 21 again yeah like she was telling stories that you like like everyone's had a fuck boy do you know what i mean well well, I like to think every female's had a fuck boy. Do you know what I'm saying? Even even guys have had a fuck boy. What? Huh? Okay. I'm talking about gay guys. Okay, right, right. Come right, on, get okay. with the program. <laughs> you um, were pointing at me. I was like, wow, okay. Like, what? <laughs> me? <laughs> nah. Um, but yeah, so in the way, just her, just her storytelling and just the way she, te- like just her music and her sound and her, just her, her, her voice. Like you can see growth. Mm-hmm. That person there is a newcomer. Whether 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 or not she's you know been making music for a few years, remember before she bought out Control, mm-hmm. she, she had mixtapes. Yeah, she had an album mixtape called Z. Yeah, yes. and she had um, she had quite she's had quite a few mixtapes, maybe three right, right. prior yeah, to yeah, that. That's true. That's true. Um, so it's kind of like, and you can see the growth. Mm-hmm. When you hear her and her mixtapes and when you hear the album, you can see why they invested and they worked on her and they waited. However, growth doesn't mean anything if you're not winning any Grammys, you know? <laughs> you said the say, person that just said people don't take Grammys yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's, that's true. But I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'm just trying to, to see where this conversation is going. But with, even like with 
growth, it doesn't mean you 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 deserve anything. Like you can say well, well done. But There's a round of applause but, but, for, for but, growth. But then why is the Grammys there? Especially Grammys, for a category that is a newcomer. Yeah. Grammys is... So why are Grammys, you there? Yeah, that's true. But, you know, with the, the winner that for Best Newcomer, which is... Apparently Alyssa she Clara. was up for Newcomer a few years ago. Yeah, she was. That made no um, sense. So she's not a newcomer. Well, there's, there's this Did whole, she reinvent herself? No, come no, Come no, with no, a new no. look? Um, newcomer isn't... Did the exact, Kylie Jenner? What? No. <laughs> no. Newcomer <laughs> isn't exactly, quote unquote, newcomer, new to the scene. So, for example, like... Um, uh, who, who won Newcomer last year? I think it was Chance. Chance won last year, didn't he? I think Newcomer. I think but, he did. Um, yeah, but like has with, he ever been nominated before? He hasn't. He there hasn't. No. So but with with Newcomer, it's it's not a, it's not for like an exactly a newcomer. I don't want to describe. Well, they need it to make that clear. Sure I should have kind of written down and, and said about this, but I didn't know we were going to talk about this. But uh, yeah, like it's she apparently won the award. Um, I, actually, I don't know why she won the award. <laughs> But I feel like she won the award because, you know, that's what people, people decided, the board, the you know, the board of the Grammys decided to say, yeah, she, she deserves it. And people, you know, voted for her. And that's what happened. Mm. Um, just with the whole Bruno Mars situation and people, you know, going, yeah, Bruno Mars um, deserved, didn't deserve or did deserve to win that many Grammys and stuff. And, you know, um, I don't know. I just... I didn't watch the nomination. I didn't watch the, the award show, but I watched his performance like on YouTube or something. And um, it was just meh. Meh. Like, I feel like, I, I'm okay, I can't lie. His music is is incredible. His music is undeniable. It, it gets in your, it, once it gets into your brain, it's stuck there for a very, it's very in, long it's time. It's in your blood. Yeah. But I, I don't... I, I don't feel like... I'm gonna be I'm gonna be entirely let me sorry I'm okay. gonna cut you off Bruno Mars isn't Bruno Mars without the people around him for sure that's what I think that that is the reason so I can understand why you think well some people might question like but really why did he win so much mm -hmm. because let's be honest if he didn't have those singers if he didn't have that that vim that comes with the rest of like it, it felt like it was music, a team collaboration yeah, definitely rather than just the bruno mars yeah. kind of like project yeah. it felt more like a bruno mars and the like you know you get the then okay you got michael jackson and the jackson they didn't never really did that did that did they no no they didn't but, but you always get like okay he had a band i say bruno mars had a band and, the, I and think, he had a, a group of producers that he worked with on 24 karat magic album that and writers even T Pain was probably writer. Um, James and he won a Grammy that night. Yeah, don't well, ever won, question he won, him. He won a few Grammys that night. Don't apparently. ever question uh, him. James <laughs> Fault. Oh, I keep on saying his last name wrong. Uh, this is one name I always get right. Fulton Fulton Oh, I might have said that wrong. Fault's Roy. Fault's not. Oh, gosh, that's such a weird name for me to yeah, say. Yeah, but people. But yeah, know yeah. Him. He's um he's an amazing writer. He's worked with amazing artists. Beyonce, Frank Ocean, all these people. Um, this goes on, and you know he's he helped Bruno Mars work on the album and you know with with Bruno I feel like he's 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 an artist but I think more than anything he's a machine like he's he's a product of a lot of other people's work yeah however he's but still he knows how to he kind of streamlines it into a particular he gets all this information from other people and you know all these and that's not taken away from the work definitely, that he does. Definitely not. Definitely not. He's very, because very Because Bruno Mars is Bruno Mars. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. And I feel like he is 
uh, yeah, he's, he's he's a machine in some kind of way, mm. um, which is nothing is nothing wrong with that. And I'm sure he kind of knows that himself deep down. <laughs> but yeah. But then but, you've um, got obviously yeah. Kendrick went home and took most of the hip hop stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are like makes sense. A lot of people are like, well, Jay Z looks a bit sad that day. <laughs> what but then if, if you've got Beyonce next to you, then are you losing? <laughs> Even though I don't really find Beyonce that great, but yeah, but like they're coming for you. No, they're not. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. You know, I never listened to 444. Is it 444? 444. I said it right. That, yeah. In my head, it looks like something else. Mm. But yeah, I never really got around to listen to it. It's on, it's on, it's on my, it's on my iTunes. Just never really. I'm not a great Jay-Z fan. Mm. I'll prefer, I prefer Nas than Jay-Z. Wow. I'm one of those people. One of those people. Um, but yeah. But yeah, like, you know, this whole conversation over Kendrick and Jay-Z and, you know, people are saying Jay-Z's like had his time, you know, he he wasn't apparently he was if he was to step into the Grammys he was meant to win something and he didn't so they, apparently like they kind of duped him in that kind of way which is uh, was he expecting funny. to come that's why he, yeah. he was like okay if he you only come apparently him him saying he turn up if they're gonna win, win something which is interesting I, I don't think that's true but you know maybe there was still strong favorites to win something mm. or at least go home with one but you know yeah it's. For those things, man, I don't know what to say. Mm. Um, better luck next time. I don't know. I really don't, I don't know. know. I don't. But I don't, the Grammys, I don't care. All, all the Grammys, <laughs> all in all, uh, is just an institution that people need to start to recognize. As it's not all that. It's know? not all that, and eventually, like I don't think people. I don't think a lot of these artists base their their credibility on these award shows anymore mm-hmm. i feel like the artists should find they should find like peace and you find peace in the tours they go the tours they go on the fans they they um they touch and things like that and because mm. that's much that's so much more powerful than any kind of award a little gold little thing that you can just put on the side of your side of the wall you know it's not as great as you know the people that that people Apart that, from like an know. Oscar, because apparently if you win an Oscar, you also get money. Well, who knows if you, you could win money, you could get money, money from the as Grammys well. as well. Yeah. I don't know whether you, when you win, they, there's an attachment of money as well, I think. I can't mm. remember. But a lot of the award ceremonies, yeah, it is seen as a piece of like a gold statue. But if they're giving me 50K with that, that's <laughs> a nice piece of change. That's <laughs> a nice piece of change. You I say it like I, like I have 50k in my account somewhere. <laughs> but, you know, for them, it might be a light, nice little 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 piece of change. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Moving on swiftly. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else. I just thought, I just remembered like literally the Grammys obviously happening. Yeah. Um, the BAFTAs is happening as well and the Oscars is happening this month. That's true. Oh yeah, before we just move on, I just want to say shout out to Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> that was so mean. No, no, shout out to Cardi B. Shout out to Cardi B, man. She did a thing in the in her um when she performed with. with oh, Bruno. I thought you meant the fact that she didn't win anything. No, oh, oh to be honest didn't. with it, I I didn't think she was gonna win. I'm gonna be entirely. If she won, I would be surprised. I yeah, the Grammy the Grammy will give you a taste, but they're not allowing you to eat that sweet, bruv. Yeah, they really won't. Yeah. But like, at least she at least she's got gra- at least go. she's got Grammy nominated before. Yeah, man, she now. can have that. Have that. She's come a long way. I've got to give it to her. I really do. Like, I will say this over and over again. From the girl that you saw on Love on Hip Hop New York saying, I'm gonna get a shmoney, man. All that stuff. <laughs> to her, you know, and she's 
she's st- stage true to herself. Mm-hmm. She's she been the has. same. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like she should come on the come off the social media, relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. But she's been herself through and through. Do you get what I'm saying? And no one can fault her for that. Yeah, people might say, oh, well, she don't write her own music, but she's got her own swag behind it. Nikki didn't. Um. Anyway, yeah. But she's got true. her own swag. Yeah, that's true. That's what people like about it. Like the fact that she can spit those bars, those bars that, are, that she's not written mm-hmm. and write and make it feel like, oh, those are, those are only Cardi B bars. Yeah. But it's written by somebody else. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? So I've got to give it to her. For sure. I can't be a hater in that, in that sense. I do think she needs to leave Offset though. Oh, yeah. But we're not that kind of show. We're not that kind of show. We're not that kind of show. Anyway. Um, moving on. So what, what, what are we, this, this has been a long time coming. Yeah, this is much to do about something. And we are going to be talking about something that we've been, you know, not teasing, not, I won't say teasing because we kind of we have. touched on it a few episodes back and how, you know, about how we enjoyed it so much and things mm-hmm. like that. So obviously this is kind of an episode that we can talk about it properly without spoiling anything because you people should have seen it by now. And if you haven't, where have you been? Yeah. If you haven't, still listen to this because you're going to get spoiled. Um, but it's relevant because you'll still enjoy it when you watch it. Yeah, man. So, yeah, uh, we are going to be talking about... Season four of Black Magic Mirror. <laughs> Magic Mirror. Oh my. <laughs> Season four of Black um, Mirror. So um, I wanted to make that into a song. <laughs> that was and a poor failed. attempt. A very, very poor attempt. <laughs> very um, so obviously, yeah, it came out top of the year. End of, of no end of end literally the 29th of december 29th, the last yeah the low, not, last days one of, of the last days of the year 2017 yeah, yeah. amazing amazing and, you know, they know how to do it for us because that was a nice little christmas present well it was new year's present so you can binge it was a nice gift so like what had six episodes six episodes and uh we're just gonna run through not not run through quickly but we're just gonna kind of Delve into it a bit. And of, break it down a little bit of how of, our thoughts and our opinions. And then obviously we're going to put it in the our favourite order. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I don't think we ever said that, but yeah. Yeah. We've ever actually, have we actually discussed our own orders at all? No. Okay. So no. that'd be quite interesting to me. You've put it on your, your social, I yeah. guess. But I, have, I haven't. So I guess this is going to be the episode I do. Mm. Yeah, man. Okay, let's get into it. So episode one was USS Callister. Yes, it was. Um, starred Michaela Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> the girl from How I Met Your Mother. Who's the mother? <laughs> um, some guy that looked like Matt Damon. He was Jesse Plemons. There Jesse Plemons. Plemons. Um, some British black actor. Osei... Os- 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 Osei I'm not the list say. in front of you uh, no. Yeah I don't have the list in front wow. of me okay. So I'm not even gonna But It's a good attempt Okay For the fact that I knew some people's names yeah. So I, I did well mm-hmm. Um. So just a bit of a background About yeah. it So it's like Go on <laughs> Yeah so um, it follows um, A CTO of a company um, And his name is Robert Daly. Robert Daly. Robert Daly. Doesn't matter. But yeah, he's, his name is Robert and he's a CTO of a company that um, works with augmented reality or virtual reality. Augmented reality, I would say, um, on the next level. Obviously in Black Mirror style, um, everything is all incorporated into the brain. Everything, you just plant something inside of your head and you can go into this particular 
into this fancy world. Um, the CTO, it's a, the is, advanced version of virtual reality. Forget yeah. the glasses, forget the head stuff. Yeah, just a little plant base. Yeah. Right in so the um, yeah, it follows Robert, who is a very very um, bizarre man. Um, I would say initially, I didn't find him bizarre. No? I felt sorry for him. Felt sorry for him. Yeah, you I kind felt of, yeah, sorry for him because definitely. you start off. Mm. You don't. You kind of start off in the um, USS Callister ship, or is it ship? Yeah, yeah. You start you off there, but you don't kind of correlate the fact that he's in a virtual world. Yeah, world yeah. at first, and then you see him in reality. And mm-hmm. You see how much people just pass him by. Yeah, and you kind of have this um, sympathy towards him, mm-hmm. and then, and that's what I love that Black Mirror does. It's like you initially feel sorry for it. That's like with White Bear. Mm-hmm. You initially feel sorry for this particular character, the pivotal main principal character. But as the story unfolds. As the story unfolds, you kind of think, fuck, they're fucked up. Yeah. Like, yeah. they did some dumb shit. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But go on, sorry. Well, that's fine. Um, Yeah, it just seems like, he seems like a, I would say a genius with, you know, um, odd social skills. He's not very good with interacting with people. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, and I would say that you're obviously as a, as the episode unfolds, you kind of see the way he looks at people, the way he um, talks to people. And then obviously comes, that comes in, I, say her name, I believe her name is Natalie Cole. I think that the lady. The oh lady. yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. She comes in and she's a, as an intern and story goes on. He eventually, not eventually, he, suddenly takes her coffee cup and processes it, takes it home with him. It's and like he uses like... People's DNA. Like people's DNA. Yeah, to create them in the virtual world. And, you know, mm. in this virtual world, these people are still themselves, you know, with all the personality traits of themselves and things like that. However, um, you know, they are kind of... They, they are... They, they don't really feel like they are anymore. So they don't, um, how would I say it? They're not empowered as they used to be. So they, they, at the beginning, they kind of wanted to get out. They wanted to escape, but not so much anymore because they've given up and they find it yeah, they almost impossible it to, to escape. Yeah. But that's what, I guess that's because technically they feel like that ship is real to them. Mm-hmm. But their real real selves are living out there. But in that moment, because they're they're from their DNA, mm-hmm. they feel like this is this is really them. Yeah. Whereas they, it's not really them. It isn't. Yeah. It isn't, yeah. But um, yeah. So the, as the episode goes on, you kind of see this guy just turning Robert Delay turning into this very very crazy individual, mm. and you know manipulating these people to do things and stuff like that, and. The episode ends where he is stuck in this in this world. Yeah. And um, he can't escape, which is kind of bittersweet because... But then of... part of me also feels sorry for him. Mm. But then he put it on himself. He got... And I guess it's the motion of we as human beings, we get greedy, we get carried away. Mm. We feel like because we've tried it once, we've tried it twice... Three times it's been successful. So we continue to do it and don't know when to stop until there's somebody that is watching the way you do certain things and is waiting for your downfall. 
or wants to take you down. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's what happened. Mm-hmm. They realised, even though he thought like, oh yeah, I can bring all these people. And at some point they tried, but he didn't b- realise that bringing in the another additional person, mm-hmm. they obviously identified this is, I don't want to be here and was ready, like ready to go. Like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you find more, what did you find interesting overall from that episode um i would say the way obviously black mirror being black mirror the way they show us that obviously with all this technology in the world it's still it's still humans that are the core of it in 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 most kind of ways so no matter how perfect in any way we, we think we are there's always something that can you know you know tear us down and you know defeat us in some kind of way so mm-hmm. yeah like okay yeah, that's what i think what are your episode. what are your thoughts yay or nay on the episode i liked it i enjoyed it what about you my least favorite episode least i didn't care for it okay. i felt like it was very very far away um i didn't kind of I was just like oh okay hmm. it didn't it didn't get me in a way that black mirror has gotten me okay right then um normally with previous black mirror episodes i've found that it's gripped me from the very beginning Mm -hmm. in a sense that there's plus twists and twists and turns there's stuff that you never really took notice of until you realize and you think you sit down and you actually digest the episode like bro how did i miss that oh my god Mm -hmm. mind-blowing do you get what i'm saying that for me felt like it was like let me give you this it's like our they probably filmed it filmed it last and we're just like, oh we don't know let's just throw it in the beginning wow you think so i think so i think that's probably the one of the episodes that had the most the, the biggest budget because it seems like just kind of like a mini sci-fi movie from what yeah, i saw true. but obviously if the story is if, if the story isn't there for you then obviously it isn't there mm. but yeah and I, I i i enjoyed it um but yeah let, let's move on to the next episode i guess we can kind of so the next episode, episode two was Archangel. Archangel. Now, this was the story about I can't remember the mother's name. Um, about a mother who who's a single mother mm-hmm. and um, lives with her father yeah. until he passes, and she has a young daughter who she at a very young age she nearly loses her. Mm-hmm. Um, and a special kind of device again to do with, you know, advanced technology. Yeah, she invests like in a new um, trial technology. A trial technology called Archangel, mm-hmm. which is basically a, de- a not a device. It's, it allows her to track her child. Basically. Yeah, it's just like tracking your child, knowing exactly where your child is. Find my child. Um, yeah, like find my iPhone, find my child. <laughs> yeah. um, and you kind of see you kind of see her as a mother mm-hmm. become this uh, possessive possessive mm-hmm. but at the same time you see that the, 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 this episode was interesting to me because again you understand both characters you mm-hmm. understand the reason why they're doing what they're doing they're doing what they're doing mm-hmm. which you always feel like no there should always be a bad guy there should be it should, it should always be there was conflict, but it should always be a, a right and wrong. And it, should, uh-huh. it should also be, it should always be an angel and a devil. There should always be a good and a bad. It's like yeah, opposites. It's supposed to be an but, opposite. And that's always, but, that's always the 
perception in everything you watch. There's mm-hmm. always a bad guy and there's always a good guy. Yeah. But in this episode, there's no bad guy and there's no good guy. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? You can understand where the, the mother is coming from. She's had a moment in in her and her daughter's life where she thought she could she could have potentially lost her child forever. Mm. So she's taking this precaution, and I and I quote precaution, um, to make sure that her child is safe. Mm. She sees this as a way of trying to protect her child. Mm. Whereas again, we as humans we take it a step further where we don't know where to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie Brooker, you're a really interesting man. <laughs> I yeah. must say, I must say, I honestly must say. Um, so you kind of see her being very invasive, um, is invasive, invasive Yeah. with her daughter's life. Evasive, sorry. Evasive. Yeah, that's the word. I knew it didn't sound right. Um, evasive with her daughter's life. And you see the child grow and to the point where this this special tracking thing allows her to pick and choose what her child sees. Mm. Um, and at one point, I'm not going to lie, I thought the child, the outcome of the child's life would be that because the mum has blurred out so much of the, and I quote, bad things that she felt that the child shouldn't see, I thought the child was going to become a serial killer. Mm. That, that, you, that, that would be in typical Black Mirror style. Exactly. That. But that wasn't the case. Yeah. The case was actually it was the case kinda because kinda, yeah. she did you lash know out. she did lash out, but as a mother, I can understand why she did that. But then as a teenager, being a teenager once, I just felt like allow your child to become who she needs to become. She needs to experience all these things. She needs to go through all these things mm-hmm. to be able to then make those decisions whether it's right or wrong. Like okay, prime example, mm-hmm. the taking drugs thing. Yeah. Must be hard as a parent to see that. No parent wants to know that their child is taking drugs, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where let that child make that decision whether that's the path they're going to go down, or that's that's something that they continue. Yeah. Or that's something that they try one time and think mm, maybe not. Mm-hmm. These drugs are hard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't want to see myself being a druggie. Do you get what I'm saying? Then make that decision. But when you kind of like stop them from being a teenager stop them from going out stop stop them from being social yeah it becomes a thing where you kind of think are you doing this to ease your mind or are you doing this because you're honestly scared of where what will happen to your child yeah with um the whole you know obviously she the mother saw through the archangel um archangel whatever it's program or mm-hmm. i don't know what it, whatever it was app i don't know what it was but yeah through that she saw obviously her kid taking drugs and then obviously it took it went to the next level and she saw her kid having sex and you know that's when she kind of like okay this is enough i'm going to confront this person mm. that um i thought i had sex with and stuff like that and which made matters even worse because obviously the daughter eventually found out and you know things got pretty bad from that point on i mm. believe um the mother decide then decided to Found out that the daughter was pregnant, or is that it pregnant? was mad. Yeah, that was that was that was crazy. And then decided to slip a pill into her smoothie, which basically um, got rid of her pregnancy. Her terminated, pregnancy yeah. terminated her pregnancy. Yeah, which was and super wild. She found out in a way that yeah, she found out in a way that she wasn't expecting to find out. If that makes sense. So I also thought to myself, why 
why was it a thing where she decided that why why was it a thing that she decided that how she made that choice for her daughter and didn't lie her daughter to make that decision if that makes sense i get that i get that because it's just kind of one of those things where the child didn't even get to make that decision on whether she wanted to stay pregnant or not do you understand what i mean that's true that's and true you took that moment away from her you took that choice away from her yeah so that's yeah. when i thought nah she took it a step too far <laughs> i said nah she's moving on wild so to me that's when i was just like hmm i don't know and then it kind of escalated es- escalate escalated escalated <laughs> escalated from there you know, with with the daughter finding out you know that the mother was still using the app and not the app but the archangel pad or whatever it was mm. and you know decided to you know um i don't know what she yeah, decided to you know start to attack the mother physically attack the mother well, I, and i don't blame her for doing that yeah yeah i don't blame her for doing that because mm. you made a decision about my body mm. something that belongs to me yeah. you made that decision without allowing me to know or to make that decision for myself yeah um it's true. true it's mad yeah and then, that to me was just like wow and then i think at the end of it and the end of it all the daughter decided to leave yeah and the mother you know which was everything came and she broke the she broke Broke the the yeah the the but did you not find it quite interesting when she went to go she took the daughter to the um the therapist Mm -hmm. and said i don't know what what's wrong with her and and the the therapist like is like well she's not on the spectrum like i don't know why she did that you're partly to blame because you're blocking (laughs) stuff out like she couldn't see yeah so she became as a as a child normally is um is it intuitive but, but, but basically eager right. to kind of want to learn That's, okay yeah yeah yeah, Do it, yeah, yeah. yeah. so you know she was intuitive she wanted to know stuff yeah but you are blocking that away from her so you thinking that there's something wrong with your child no there's something wrong with you because mm. you blocked what potentially she could experience in life for her to become i guess a social a social individual a part of society if that makes sense yeah um but yeah I've got to say, when I watched that episode, it resonated with me because I felt like, again, like we said at the top of discussing this episode, it was hard to pick up the bad guy. Yeah. Because at the same time, you understand why the bum did certain things and you understand why the daughter did what she did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it also felt like to me that out of every all, all of the things all of the kind of like technology based kind of um stuff that is used in black mirror this felt the most realistic and possibly possible 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 Mm -hmm. of being invented yeah definitely and also i want to give a shout out to the never aging dog um that was just barking for this girl's how many years of life (laughs) <laughs> that, was, that dog lived life <laughs> he lived a full life full life <laughs> it, it never stopped barking never and, stopped you know, barking and yeah that's and what i just noticed i was just like like they if say, you don't watch back the episode you just see like i'm the surprised dog is that that dog, same lived dog because, like, that i know and it looked the same it looked it, it felt like it was basically i think the dog was black because it didn't crack at all <laughs> like i'm being serious amazing as they say black don't crack um but yeah um 
overall thoughts? Uh, it was it was cool. It was a it was a it was cool. It was cool. That's all I can say. No, nah, it was meh. It was meh to me. Okay, yeah. there we go. Be honest. Um, um, yeah. So I say for me, I. I liked it. I liked it because it was just so real. I liked mm. it because um, I could understand the power of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked that, again, in Black Mirror style, you don't know who the villain is. Definitely not. Um, Definitely not. And I really liked that. Yeah. Um, episode three. Now, this is where we kind of, kind of start to see a villain come into play that you don't want to win, but you... Do at the same time? Well, I did in a weird, psychotic way. But um, yeah, let's talk about it. Crocodile. If you see my face right now, I looked at him like, what? <laughs> yeah, let's talk you about episode this, three. You wanted uh, this bitch crocodile. to win? Yeah. Um, ooh, episode three, Crocodile. So where does it start? How does it start? If you can it starts a in a nightclub. Uh-huh. Um, two regular, like, late 20s, living their lives, taking drugs, having fun, <laughs> yeah. whatever. All as you do. As you do. Uh-huh. Um, and you see them kind of driving back, um, high as a kite, listening to music, and they knock someone over. Mm-hmm. Now, a normal individual <laughs> would call the police. Mm-hmm. And an ambulance, maybe. And an ambulance. Yeah. Or at least an ambulance to yeah. come and save that person and drive off. Yeah. No. These people decided that, fuck, we're so high that, shit, what are we going to do? Let's get rid of the body. And that's yeah. what they did. Fast forward, um, let's say about 10 years later, mm. one of the particular characters. The main uh, character, you could say. Main character. The main party that was in the car, yeah. which happens to be the female, or the woman. I don't like the word female. Um, the woman um, is running a successful architectural company. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, she, she's living a, a very... Modest life. Modest, middle class kind of life. Mm-hmm. Nice house, husband, kid, everything. You're up 2.44 family life, if that <laughs> makes sense. Um, and everything just kind of spirals from there. Yeah. So um, she ends up at a conference meeting, whatever, at a hotel. She decided to meet up with the, her ex, her ex-partner um, who was in the car with her that, you know, on that. On that deadly day. Yeah. <laughs> and um he comes back he comes to her and says, I I'm still this this that whole situation, that whole accident is still haunting me to this day. Which I found very questionable because you were so quick to get rid of the body. Yeah. Um and it's still haunting you to this day. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Yeah. Mm. But anyway. So he decides to tell her that he was gonna write a letter to to the person, to the wife of the person that they killed. Because she was still waiting for still him waiting to, for come to come home. Back. Yeah. And um, smooth 10 years, yeah. Wow. Um, so she, the, the, the main character, the lady, um, was you know, was disapproving of this, saying, No, no, you can't her, do this. Her again. justification of the fact was, I've got a family now, I'm, I'm living a good life, I'm living a good life. Don't do you this, you can't to me. ruin this for me. Don't ruin this for me. Don't, um, so <laughs> very yeah. selfish, <laughs> yeah. And um, he was like, Okay, I'm gonna do this, and then she decides to leave, and she. Weirdly enough, in the most weirdest way, decides to hold him, hug him, and with the most utmost strength she had in her body. And he, women have strength, you know. I know, I know, but it just seems like look at the strength. <laughs> it just seems like the way the way she overpowered him was so strange to me. Like she literally had him in a bear hug, 
And it's almost... It, but she, I remember she hit his head against the thing. Yeah, but she had him a bear hug and he was just trying to let go. Yeah. But then just, like... Let, yeah, she, it was, yeah, it was, she it was really had strength, she, actually. She, it was really weird that the way the way she held on to him and he fell over or she fell over, I don't know. And then, and then he, he hit his head. He's yeah. head. And then... Um, that's, a thing, oh, that's when she suffocated him. She, yeah, she suffocated him. We then. won't go into the gory details, but yeah. you know. But, um, yeah, so then after that, it just seems from that point on... Well, can we kind of talk about the rest of it? Well that point on it just seems to get crazier and crazier and, crazier and the funny thing i crazier. kept on thinking i was so you were watching it downstairs i was watching upstairs mm-hmm. and then i came to the part where the woman had come to the door so the investigator the insurance, insurance woman think, yeah. had come to the door so i was thinking i don't know where this story is going mm-hmm. at some point i was like where is this going mm-hmm. what are we what are we getting to mm-hmm. and then psh, blew my mind um but yeah Literally, yeah Mind, literally mind blew kind of go, my mind kind of go and so this insurance lady kind of can not read minds but she can um we she can bring back memories of yeah so basically yeah. she gets the truth the real time of the memory mm-hmm. so she actually sees the the memory happening yeah again something that you kind of think wow like at some point this could be a possibility mm-hmm. yeah definitely where it was so good though with like boyfriends and girlfriends like oh yeah i said this i'm going to a rave babe and then okay you come home late why are you home late i slept at my friend's house okay bring out the machine oh, wow let me let me clue you up that's the only thing you can use it for nothing else <laughs> that's Not about it. solving mysteries that have been you know I've been um, questioning people for so nah, long. Nah, this is what this, this is, is what for, like, this is this finding is what, out if your boyfriend's cheating. It's been in, 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 yes, of course. <laughs> wow, amazing. You Whether know, you can suss out infidelity, first world problems. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, no, but this particular machine kind of obviously does what it does. So this this insurance lady mm-hmm. um, is trying to make sure that she's doing the right doing the right protocols in this particular insurance claim. Um, so you kind of see the story happening through people's memories and yeah. she's tracing them back to each individual and she gets to this particular character. Um, and this particular character, you can already see she's already jittery. She's already, she's extremely calculated. Of course. Very calculated to the point that you think that she's, she hadn't killed just one person. Yeah. Because she was able to dump his body in a place mm-hmm. where it's untraceable. Yeah. And she sussed things out. She put things, she tried to do things in a way that no one would ever figure out mm-hmm. that somebody had come into her room or mm-hmm. she was with somebody that day. Yeah. So she kind of left clues to say that, you know, this is where I was when she wasn't really there. Mm-hmm. But obviously with this machine, that changes everything to the point where she tries to then make herself believe in her mind in her mind which you can't do yeah um as much as you try and tell your mind that this is what this is what happened your mind's like nah bro i know what really happened <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so she kind of does this thing and it just kind of backfires from there and oh my god it it, it ends in a very very tragic way tragic way to the, the point where a whole family gets killed a whole family even an innocent innocent child an innocent innocent child but then there literally is 
a spanner that's thrown into the works. For real, because when you just when you thought she might get away with it. Just when you thought she might get away with murder. Um She needed Annalise Keaton, boy. <laughs> she really did. She fully did. That I don't think Annalise would have been able to save her. To <laughs> but, um, Especially with that piece of piece of machine. Yeah, with that technology, that's man, it's it's impossible. Annalise would have been like, so I can't help you. Yeah. So um yeah, gerbil comes. Gerbil hamster gerbil. Um they they find uh, they go into the memories of a gerbil and find out who killed the whole family, which included the insurance lady and her child and, and her husband and the husband as well. Who shouts? Who is Robert Walsh? Mm-hmm, which we'll be kind of talk about later, wouldn't we? Yeah, awesome. So um, yeah, so that was a that was and the lady. The lady was the girl from Murdered by My Father. Yes, she was. Well. That's true. I love. I just love how there's British actors in this. It's just amazing. There's a mm. there's a mixture of British and American actors. But yeah, yeah. sorry. But yeah, it's fine. Um, that was that was episode three, Crocodile. What do you think of it, Jules? Like, what's your overall like? Ooh, do you like it? Did you dislike loved it? it. Loved okay. it. Wow. I loved it because it just for me. I don't even know why I loved it because I came downstairs and I was like, to you, what the fuck is this? Mm. I was literally like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? I was so mad, but I was so happy at the same time. Wow. Because she got caught. Oh, yeah. She did. Because I really thought, she really honestly thought she could get away with murder. And she had gotten rid of everything, everyone and everything. I think she could have stopped at the insurance woman. But no, she didn't. She could have stopped at kit. Well, she could have stopped at just killing that first person in the first place. Yeah. But she could have stopped at killing that insurance woman. Yeah. But no, because she had made mention to her husband that she was going to be at this place. So now she had to go to this place to kill the husband. Mm-hmm. And then because she had a child, she thought, oh, crap. Child's going to see me. Yeah. But the child didn't even see her. The child didn't see her because the door was, door was closed, wasn't it? Door was she, closed. She so that, door. That, that's when I thought, did you really think about yeah. what you were doing? Yeah. Your she mind didn't. was clearly combogulated. She was on a killing spree. That's what she was on. She really she was. She killed everything in her sights. Yeah. Except for the gerbil. Except for the gerbil, which was the one evident, one piece of evidence mm-hmm. that she missed. And I just like the fact that, you know, just when you thought that somebody could get away with something, like, they're like, nah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to lay it down. And yeah. they really did. And that's what it, it was. It was that. That's what it was for me. Mm. That's what I liked about it. Yeah. Um, moving on swiftly. Episode four. Episode four, which was and the DJ. Which it was, yes. Um, dating in twenty twenty five. Was it twenty twenty five? No, I was. I'm just saying. Oh, that. it could be. I actually, could be. No, it couldn't. Well, it could be. Could Who be knows? dating in twenty twenty five. Um, first time I watched it, I was like, oh, okay. Watched the whole episode. Yeah. Okay. I've right. watched it. I've watched season four twice. Okay. Um, second time I watched it, the end made sense because I didn't <laughs> oh quite, God. I didn't quite understand the ninety nine point nine percent match thing. Oh God! I didn't get it at first. Okay. Uh, yeah. But um, I hope you got it now. Oh yeah, I have. Awesome. So you still, uh, you probably have to explain it to me. Then I'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah, definitely, I do get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, I thought, oh, this is so messed up. So this basically, this coach is telling you. That you have to date multiple people until you find the one. Yep. And everything happens for a reason. And everything happens for a reason. That you have to be in this particular relationship for this particular time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys have to live in this particular environment until... And you're given a time frame of how long that will be. Yeah. 
Um, so we, I can't remember the characters' names, but we they follow this these two characters. Um, one of them the is Joe Cole, who is a gentleman. Joe, there's the guy acts as Joe Cole, isn't it? Yeah, who's using Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders, yeah. And the other one, I can't remember her name, but she was murdered by my boyfriend. Oh wow! Yeah, did you not know? I, no, I didn't. I didn't. Wow. Yeah, she is. She's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, and they're these two people who have an amazing date um, initially, mm-hmm. and they hit off really well. And they check their expiry date, and they're only there for twelve hours. Twelve hours. Twelve hours. Mm. Um, and they decide not to obviously sleep with each other, and then they kind of go their separate ways, and eventually they meet other people, mm-hmm. and the other respective partners to each of them they have to be with them for like two years one for nine months so imagine being with somebody that you don't really get along with but you have to be with them for that time yeah i kind of get that every day you know even you but um yeah like yeah honestly i I, I don't know what that was (laughs) and i'm not gonna address it i'm playing i'm playing (laughs) i'm playing i don't think i don't think he is going to pay i'm not but uh, yeah, so you know, with their relationship, you know, they were been there were so many different people in between that time, and yeah. eventually she gets she gets um, she gets a message from her coach to say that she's got she's got uh, one last one last request to see someone that she kind of wants to be with. So she has a match. She, uh, they found a match for her that's going to be the person for the rest of her life, basically. And she's got one request to see someone before that match happens. Mm-hmm. So then she decides to see the guy she met in the fir- at her first date, or quote unquote first date. Mm-hmm. And yep, they decide that. Imagine if this wasn't all real. Imagine if we just won away right now. And they decide to do that. And when they do do that, they decide to climb, climb, climb a wall, climb this dome, climb. escape in some kind of way. And when they escape, they realize that it was all a simulation slash test to basically verify that they are a match. They are a match and they were meant to be together. And out of 998 simulations ran, oh, out of a thousand simulations ran, 998 times they succeeded or or matched together or decided to leave together, um, which is a good match, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a really good match, actually. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What I was thinking about was just the other two simulations that they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened there? Like, what? Yeah, like what happened there with Who those knows? other twos that you fucked up? Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, it was a it was a really really sweet story. Um, yeah, like I really loved the chemistry between them. I don't know if it was just really well well written or they just both of the actors just hit off really really well. But I just loved the exchanges they had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the stuff like just the subtle things where he looks at each other, which is which is really really great, and it just it made me want them to be together. Kind of like, oh, yeah. you guys should be together in real life. <laughs> like this is really such a really cool relationship. Mm. But yeah, like I loved it. I loved it. I love the wittiness. I love the banter. Mm. Um, that's all you kind of want from it, like a a good date anyway. Yeah. You want the 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 chemistry to be there. The chemistry in the sense that, and this is probably me referring back to first dates because i watch first dates from time to time do you know does it not bother you when they say ah, there just wasn't a spark i think 
Bitch, what spark you waiting for? Are you waiting for the matches to light on top of each other's head and be like, boom, we got a spark. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think for a spark to happen, you need to actually see somebody more than once. You can't see someone in an hour and think that, wow, there's a spark there. Do you know what I'm hmm. saying? Or expect a spark. But at the same time, you can always say that, oh yeah, there's there's potential. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that kind of thing, you saw that there, there was potential because... You know, I think because both, both of them were opened. Mm-hmm. Opened the, wait, open opened. to the idea of getting to know each other. Right, right, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? And immediately kind of, you know, made the effort. Whereas with the other kind of guys, you can see that they weren't exactly the other people that they went to go and date. They mm-hmm. weren't exactly interesting, or they had been. They weren't the same. They, they was, weren't the they same. Were lacking something. Exactly. So, yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, Overall thoughts What did you think of Overall it? thoughts I thought it was okay um, It just felt like Tinder in 2025 mm. um, That's what it was like to me But Without the swiping yeah. More to do with Like Tinder will now tell you That this is the next person You're going to date Or this is the next person You're going to fuck This is the next person you, You'll you be seeing And stuff like that So that's what it kind of Reminded me of Which is quite interesting um, Wasn't my favourite Right Watched it the second time around. Didn't care for it as much as I was like, oh, this is quite a cool episode. Mm. If that makes sense. So, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It was probably one of my favourites, but not my favourite. Mm. But, um, yeah. Let's, Let's move, move on. on. Metalhead. It's quite episode five of Black episode Mirror. Episode five. Episode five, sorry. Um, this one of... got me shook with. <laughs> I'm not gonna a lot of people have been saying that. But a lot of people have been saying it's one of the weaker episodes, which is... I, don't f- I didn't find it the weaker episodes, but it's not my top three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously Metalhead follows, it's, well, it's kind of a story of, of, I love the black and white element of it because it's all shot in black and white or yeah. all shot in color, obviously, but then obviously they put uh, a filter, not a filter, something. Not Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. They put something in there. <laughs> <laughs> they just added a filter. I can't even, I can't even speak, but yeah. So <laughs> I know what you mean. it was shot in black and white. You could say, yeah. Yeah. They probably did shoot it in black and white. Yeah. No cameras can have that. That is very true. They can. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, it was shown black and white and follows us, uh, a lady and Maxine Peak. Maxine Peak, the actor, and um, she is trying to retrieve something for her camp. Well, that's what we know from that point. Or some mm-hmm. retrieve something seems very, very seems like it's very, very important, and then discovers that there is a I don't know what do they call them a dog. That's it. They call it a dog. Um, so there's a dog, and this dog starts to. Uh, kills one of the people that she was with. Um, Clint Dyer. That's the actor. Uh, right. <laughs> and um, and then also, as the dog is hunting her down, kills someone else on the way mm. that she was with also. And it just, this dog is relentless. It is smart. It is... Um, Lethal. It is adaptive and... Well, not adaptive enough in some situations, but it can adapt, which is terrifying terrifying uh and um yeah like somebody's just, worst nightmare literally because this thing is man it's just it's small it's very very difficult to you know put down yeah in any kind of way and this thing is yeah it's very very smart piece of technology which is very very scary um but yeah it just follows um the story of her and how she's trying to escape this dog but then ultimately was ultimately outsmarted by the dog at the end. Um, 
Yeah, and it's just a. To be honest with you, it, it was basically an uh, apocalyptic world. It felt like it was an yeah, apocalyptic post apocalyptic yeah post apocalyptic world. <laughs> so speak too fast. Um, and it's like the machines have taken over, yeah. meaning those dogs mm-hmm. are in control. Um, and like Stephen said, these dogs are adaptive in a way. And you can see it's like, it's like you've got to, you can see that she's fighting for her life. Yeah. Literally, because this dog um, just wants to kill her. Wants to kill her. Which is, I find so strange. I don't mm. know why it wants to, but obviously that's, that's the whole thing about Black Yeah, there's no, there's no premise into why it wants to kill her. Yeah. Why? Yeah, just, just why. And you know, at the end of it, she, she's outsmarted by the dog, by the dog, um, spitting out some kind of tracker and it, you know, embeds into her skin and she decides that she can't get away from this. And then you because kind of see. those trackers will those then. tracker will then kind of call out more dogs. To come to that and location. that's the thing the fact that i think she wasn't aware that her killing this dog mm-hmm. would release trackers yeah but um, i thought like i would have i would have probably done the same thing i probably would have maybe found another way as soon as the dog has been put down in some kind of way um i either would have immediately ran or known that that thing can Boy, that still... bitch been running for time she, and she didn't go nowhere yeah that's true but i mean like run either away from the dog like because I know Wasn't well actually I didn't doing? I didn't I didn't know we, we wouldn't have known that the dog was gonna do what it done. Mm. But then as soon as you kind of hear a sound like that, you, you it's either you turn away in some kind of way. I don't know. It, it was just it was just strange to me that she was. But I guess in the in the heat of the moment, you know, your your thoughts, your thinking is is not you know it, 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 it it's it's not the fight same fight or flight. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So for her, it was just like, she was just in that moment. She just defeated this thing and it's kind of like, okay, a moment to breathe. And then that moment, in that moment, she was taking a deep breath, bang, it got her. So um, yeah, she decides, or she kills herself. And um, it kind of, kind of pans over this whole, this whole just- Warehouse. Warehouse of what she was actually trying to achieve. And what she actually was trying to achieve was a bear or a couple of bears for, you know, I think for her kid that was probably dying or something like that. And it was just such a. It was and a it just sad makes story. you think that for this, for this world, for this moment, for something like that to happen, clearly humans were no longer in control of the world. Yeah. And these dogs and had been made. Yeah. To be in control, yeah. and they were doing a very good job at it. Very very good job, that they they were literally scared to go and pick up a teddy bear. Yeah. You know? So and it was just for that. It's not like they were asked looking like for food, food or, or anything like, yeah. money or jewelry. It was literally just the most the things. Mo- that we, one of the most innocent th- innocent, innocent things, things yeah. and the things we take for granted. Yeah. yeah, you know. So yeah, man. I'm not gonna lie. That was a good episode, and it kind of made me think. And then you kind of reminded me. Oh, they already made dogs like that, and I was like, Bruh, yeah, we're finished. Yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're doomed, guys. We are. Um, but yeah, like just so you know that if this becomes this is a reality, this post-apocalyptic world, you know that don't shoot the dog because it's going to leave trackers in you. Just remember that episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, I hope this 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 um, podcast gets archived, archived for the ages, and you know yeah. helps save. The moment life. when Jules, when Jules and Stephen told you, <laughs> reminded you of the Black Mirror episode. <laughs> just blow him up. Stand. 
50 feet, <laughs> more than 50 God. feet, 50 yards, <laughs> or even longer than that. <laughs> just put a bomb, make sure it presses his leg on its bomb and then poof. Wow. It's, I'm and sure you're it's, in the house, it's outside. I'm They're sure not going to find you. I'm sure, I'm sure it's smarter than that. Just mm. to finish. But anyway, let's move on to the next episode. The which last episode, episode of the season. Which was which episode is six, which was... Black Museum. Yeah, Black Museum. I think yeah. that was stories within stories within stories. Yeah, it was... Oh, what was that? There's a word that people use, but I forgot now, so I'm not going to say it. But um, yeah, it was... Yeah, stories within stories, and there was loads and loads of... Not loads, but quite a few Easter eggs in there. Oh, God. A lot of them. Yeah. And I didn't know what the word, the term Easter eggs meant until Stephen said it to me when I was watching mm-hmm. Black, that episode of Black Mirror. He's like, Easter eggs. I was like, what's Easter eggs? And he's like, how do you know? You're meant to be a film person. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm meant to know everything. Um, but yeah, quite a few Easter eggs and quite a few, yeah, things that you kind of just think about previous episodes mm-hmm. from Black Mirror. Yeah. So just a bit of, tell them what is, Black Museum's about. Uh, so Black Museum uh, begins with uh, a lady, uh, an American lady. A oh. cute lady who happens <laughs> to be British as well. Letitia Wright. Yeah. So follow. Uh, I'll stop saying followers. It, it starts with a lady that. She's driving down a highway. She's driving down a highway and then decides to stop over for some, not gas, but some solar powered gas in some kind of way. <laughs> um, obviously, this is set in the future and um because that's what we're about to be doing very soon yeah she comes across a museum which is called the black museum yeah and uh she obviously goes in and it's there's a gentleman in there or not say gentleman there's a man in there (laughs) and um he decides to take on the tour yeah he's the owner of the museum he's the owner museum um and he explains the purpose of the museum mm-hmm. why certain artifacts are in the museum mm-hmm. and he kind of tells um stories behind quite a few of them and mm-hmm. um, the first one is about a doctor who feeds off of pain mm-hmm. um and lives for it which then does stuff to his mind and eventually he then purposely goes out to kill to fill the pain yeah um the second the second story come we're just gonna quickly yeah. Yeah. scrim through them mm-hmm. second story follows and um, you got me saying follows um <laughs> is about a woman who meets the lover of her life has a child um and gets um knocked over and is completely brain damaged is she brain damaged no she's not brain damaged she's she, in a coma she's in a coma so this particular guy um gives her partner the idea of in her in his mind yeah so using a percentage of his brain so she can basically live in she can live in his brain she can um, feel what he feels she can yeah. see what he sees eats what he eats or eat, taste what he tastes, tastes and stuff exactly like that. um basically she gets to see her child um grow up mm-hmm. uh and eventually she be, ends up being in a teddy bear <laughs> yeah. You guys can watch the episode. Um, the next episode, the, the next third story, epi- third and final. the third story, yeah. the third and final story. Yeah, followed. Oh shit, I'm doing a follow stuff. Um, <laughs> is follows a prisoner who um, <coughs> has been given the death penalty for is it a murder that he didn't commit? Murder that he yeah that he didn't commit. Right yeah. Uh, eventually. This guy that owns the museum says, I can do this deal for you where your family is set up for life. Um, 
I can bring you back to life after they lethally kill you. Yeah. Um, but I guess he didn't read the rest of the contract mm-hmm. that he's going to be used for something else, used in, as part of the museum. Yeah, used part of the museum, which museum, which basically involves him being in the death penalty chair, um, constantly, constantly going. Basically, through Basically, he's afterlife. He's afterlife. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, yeah. So he's so in an electronic or in a kind of weird way, isn't it? Yeah. Like I don't think it's electronic. I think it's a stimulus. Right, yeah. So he goes through this um, death penalty kind of, or the chair. He goes through the chair several, several t- over and over again, and because these, basically he's in a museum. Yeah, and, and these um, visitors get to you know do it, to, like yeah, literally put him, him on the chair, kill him, yeah, over kill and over his soul again. Yeah. little by piece by piece, and then take get to take a piece of him mm-hmm. away. So you can see that he's lived. Well, he's not literally lived, but you know what I mean. He's become this. I guess it's taken a lot out of him. Yeah. So he's not the first, per- he's not the person that he was in the beginning of the trial. Mm-hmm. Um, and it then becomes, it, 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 it then is revealed. Yeah. That this young lady who has come to the museum mm-hmm. has a, another agenda. She does. And the agenda is, is that we don't want to give this one away. I don't want to give this one away. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. Long story short, this is this one took me by surprise. I started putting pieces together because I always because maybe it's because I'm a writer. Um, I tend to try and think what the possibilities may be. Mm. What could be the outcome of this episode? I'm always thinking about the end mm. before the middle, or right. when the beginning starts. I'm thinking about the end. What could possibly the, what could the ending be? Yeah, but I don't, did, you do, don't use the thrill of that, like the thrill of it all, like just experiencing the moment rather than. I know, wish I was. Like, I wish that I didn't have. I wish I was like that, but mm. I'm not. Right. I'm. I'm the kind of person that because I think it's just just how storytelling is for me. Mm-hmm. I tend to kind of want to tell the. I, I guess I'm in the because just how my mind is. I'm yeah. always kind of like figuring out. Yeah. There's certain films that I can go and watch, and I just already know the ending. Mm. Or there's certain films where. I'll sit in a film and I'm like trying to figure out what's happening. I'm mm-hmm. always on the board. I'm trying to figure out what could possibly be happening next. Yeah. Who do I need to look out for that is quite questionable? Mm-hmm. That could that, that could do like a, a turn for the worse. And then it's not until eventually when I started seeing certain things, I said, I know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I know. And I knew. I was like, fuck, yes, of course. It makes sense. Um, but long story short, the museum gets burnt down and yeah because we don't want to give it away we want people to watch it yeah but overall what did you think of that particular episode yeah i enjoyed it as probably that was probably my favorite episode um because i enjoyed all the stories in there and i enjoyed the twist uh it was very very enjoyable for a very enjoyable episode mm. yeah me too um not my favorite but i really pretty pretty really enjoyed it um i love I love Letitia Wright. I think she's amazing. Um, she has this quirkiness. She has something about her that you, there's, you want to get to know her more, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And yeah, yeah, that's okay. it. <laughs> that was it really. Right. So let's get into our orders then. Orders. What is your first, let's, say, let's start from the beginning, first episode to, not first episode, but best episode to you. And then obviously. End best episode us. for me, Crocodile. Okay. Second. Black Museum. Okay. Next. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're going to go through a list. Archangel. Right. I'm torn between Metalhead and Hang the DJ, but I think it's most likely Metalhead, mm-hmm. then Hang the DJ, then USS Callister. Okay, cool. What about you? Um, so my what, first episode, like, my most enjoyable episode was Black Museum. Mm. Uh, after that was Hang the DJ. Really? Yeah, I liked it. Um, <laughs> after that was Crocodile. Okay. Um, after that was Metalhead. Mm. Uh, and then USS Callister. Really? And then Archangel. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting. Hmm. I don't know. USS USS Callister was just like again. I'm, for my, I think for most people, people people really enjoyed that. Yeah, episode. people really enjoyed that episode. Yeah. Which I found surprising, but you know, not everyone's taste is the same. Exactly. I didn't care for it. I did. I just didn't. Mm. Um. But yeah, that's that's Black Mirror. That's our our take on Black Mirror and our discussion on Black Mirror. Yeah. Season four. Mm-hmm. Now, overall season, what do you think? Overall season? Oh, what did I think of it? Like, overall? Overall compared um, to, like, the other the seasons other season. of Black Mirror. Oh, man. Um, I had a discussion with my friend today, but my friend asked me, oh, like, remember this episode? Remember episode? But I would say it was a good season. It was actually a good season. It's very, very difficult to keep, to keep, um, to have fresh ideas like that. Mm. And, you know, and especially and in this day consistent. and age, yeah, with so much information we consume and stuff like that it's not easy to have to build these stories and make these uh, make these stories and you know make people still want more after it mm-hmm. um so yeah i, I enjoyed the season i want to say it's my best season but i i enjoy the season a lot how about you yes no casey it was a good season um i think i think for me season three was probably my favorite right season three because there was quite a few episodes that i've watched again and i thought oh wow Oh, but there's so many there's so many other episodes that I've really enjoyed from other seasons. Mm-hmm. Season four was good. Yeah. Um but season three is still um embedded in my mind. Okay. I think. Cool. So yeah. Yeah. Right so then. should we go on to our sound waves of these yeah, week let's this do week? It. So we've been quite busy. Um so um I would. I, I went to go and see a show. I'm just going to briefly talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to go and see The Believers Are But Brothers at the Bush Theatre. And it's it's kind of, um, you know, I would say from the get-go, it's a story that, you know, engulfs its audience um, in this kind of weird digital... Kind of bougie, engulfs its audience. <laughs> in, a, in a weird, like this weird digital world. And um, it kind of shows us the, the you know, I'll say the deep, dark depths of like fear and animosity uh, of the you know of the of the 20th century you could say because it's it's about it just follows one say the word follows again it's um yeah it follows one man um um as his story about you know you know going on online going on these like reddit pages and 4chan and you know, the stuff that, you know, the hate speech on there and, you know, the, you know, online bigotry and just all these, all these bad things that people, people do online. And, you know, that kind of seeps into our reality of, of, of the world. But um, the interesting thing that they used in this, in this show, which I really, really enjoyed was um, they used a WhatsApp group. So it's kind of like, it's part of the performance. Um, so they use social media. Yeah. They use social mm. media. So the audience, um, get to join a whatsapp group for the show um it's completely optional um but it you know it, i think it enhances the whole experience of the show itself so 
it's you, you join this group and then in the show the the actor on stage you know sends messages into his whatsapp group and you kind of get to read what he's saying and and all, everyone in the audience joins what group also so you get to you get to see what people's thoughts are and there's some funny moments in there where people are saying all kinds of things but it's all funny at the end of the day very very provoking um thought-provoking show um and it's at the bush theater it shows until the 10th of february so it's ending very very soon which is probably about two days time so i would say if you do have opportunity if you are in london if you are in the, in the area, our tickets are from £10 and um, definitely, definitely a good show to watch. It runs about an hour for an hour or so. So it's definitely it's nothing too long. So you can definitely um, enjoy the show. Cool. Yeah. Um, on the very same day that Stephen went to go and see, um, what's the play called again? The, believe, the Believers Are But Brothers. Brothers yep. Um, I was in the other part of town mm-hmm. watching The Brothers Size. <laughs> At, yes all about the brothers we love it mm-hmm. um uh which is playing at the young vic theater mm-hmm. um it's written by terrell alvin mccraney who is also the writer of moonlight for those who knew know or didn't know oh, wow. and it's directed by bijan shibani um i hope i said that name right and the cast is jonathan ajayi shopper dirisu um, Anthony Walsh and Emmanuel Pinhero. Pin Pinhero? I hope I said that right. <laughs> I said it with confidence, so it might be right. Um and yes, watching this, um, so you kind of go into the space. I won't go too too much into it. It's a very kind of like it's um it's a what's that? What's that? Oh, circles circle space but there's a seating arrangement for it i can't remember what it's auditorium, called auditorium no auditorium a little bit i think it's auditorium okay it's more auditorium style okay um a very minimal stage mm-hmm. so you are more focused on the character you're more focused on the actions you're mm-hmm. not taking the set or the stage is not taking you away from that right um and you've got the um emmanuel who is the I, I i guess does the music does the plays the drums the african drums right. um there's the element of um african folk folky folklore kind of music mm-hmm. if or more yoruba right. sorry i should be very clear i shouldn't be one of those people that just says africa like it's one country um but mainly kind of like Nigerian Yoruba folklore kind of sounds and musics that you hear, you know, the beat in the talking drum, mm-hmm. you hear the do, 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 all that stuff. That's my attempt of talk, talking drum. Uh, it follows the character of, and I have the book in front of me. It follows the young character of Oshun, Oshi, Osh, Oshi, Oshi. <laughs> It's meant to be Yoruba names and it's, it's a shame that I can't seem to say it right. Um, who has recently come out of prison mm-hmm. and he goes back to live with his brother, who is Ogun, right. his older brother. And he has a friend, um, Elegba, who also who was also in prison with him. And you kind of see this young, witty, younger brother who has come out. He was experienced prison, but he's come out with a new lease of life. And he wants to get back to his way of life, you know, girls having sex, mm. you know, I love and um, and you kind of see this youthfulness in him. Right, right, right. That he knows that he's done what he's done, mm. but he's going to come out and still face the world. Mm. Um, and you still, he's still got the attitude of like, 
I'm young and I still like I still want to do all this stuff. Um, and you've got this older brother, the older brother Ogun, who has has had to grow up very quickly right, and right. has had to take care of his brother. Um, long story short, I won't say too much of the 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 play itself, but I loved the fact that I just love the the relationship element of the men of men of the men of the characters. Mm-hmm especially black men you don't get to see it like that and that's why i think tyrell is a fantastic writer if that makes sense Ty- tyrell tyrell um is a magnificent writer you can see the imprint that he has with the brother size and you can see that also in moonlight mm-hmm. he really focuses on the male relationship the black male relationship yeah and even me as a, a black woman and as an older child I could relate to Ogun mm. as being the older character having to grow up quickly because they've lost their parents, but then also having to have a lot of responsibility on him being the older child mm. to be writing everything. And whenever the youngest has failed, it is your fault. Mm. I loved how he explored that. And I loved how he channeled Ogun's character um, in a way where you can see that he had to be the man very quickly yeah, and he had to take that responsibility. Yeah. But then you can see how, what his brother does to him, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, I would love to go into more detail about it, but it's such a fantastic piece. Initially when I kind of was in, in after leaving, shout out to Alex and Derek from Mostly Lit. Um, Cause they went to go and see it as well. Boom. Our cousins and stuff. Um, and Alex asked me, what did I think? I was like, Hmm, I don't know. I actually don't know and it's not until when i was on the, normally when i go to see stuff i tend to sit down when i when i'm traveling back home if i'm on the tube i tend to sit down and really think and kind of take in moments where i thought wow that's really and that's when i make my decision mm-hmm. and initially i wasn't sure and i just thought am i supposed to like this because it's a black play mm. if that makes sense it's like if it's a black play and you don't like it, that means you don't like your own, if that makes sense. Mm. But after really sitting down and thinking, I thought, no, this is a story that's so phenomenal that is told in a way that even me as a black woman, as a woman, saw the importance of that story. Right, right. If that makes sense. Yeah. I just saw the importance and I love the fact that it's a story that it was told and it was told in the bare minimum. It was told in such a minimum, bare minimal space, but had so much power. It had power, if that makes sense. Star rating wise, um, I would give it a four and a half. Okay. Four and, and a half five, stars yeah. out of five. Um, I also wrote down, because I always tend to write down, um, the brothers had an unconditional love. Unconditional that whatever the younger brother did, Ogun still loved him. You know that sibling love that just doesn't go away? Like you can piss me off till kingdom come and vice versa. But the next day, it doesn't love me, it doesn't make me love you any less. I might not like you sometimes. Noted. But it doesn't, hmm? Noted. Write that down. Embed that in your head. <laughs> But I will love you all the time. I will always love you. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, and 
Chopin for me was such a standout. The emotion, maybe it's because of the fact that he was the elder child. It really got, it resonated with me because he said something that I always had to, it was always me. Mm. It was never you. I was, the blame was always put on me because I was responsible for you. So I couldn't live the life I wanted to live because of you, if that makes sense. Um, so, and I also wrote a brother's love slash sibling love. Sibling love is different to a mother or father's love. It's unique, raw and unbroken bound. Okay. And I really got to see that. So guys, um, the brother's size is playing at the Young Vic till um, the 14th of February, which is next week, Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, if you want to get your partner or if you want to go see a play, make sure you do. I think the, the run is sold out, but if you're looking for returns and stuff, if you want to get returns and everything, um, you might be able to get a return um, ticket. So that's a brother's, the brother's size at the Young Vic. I would definitely, definitely recommend it. And it actually played at the Young Vic um, 10 years ago. So it was good to get it to come back as well. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, just think, finish it off with you know some sound waves and then just keep it moving. Oh yeah, a film that people should go and see, <laughs> okay. Thieves. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. Gina from Meet Us After Seven is here, so yeah, it's a, a really <laughs> good film. I went to watch it on Friday. It was wicked. I wasn't expecting the ending. I was oh. quite surprised, especially a film with Fifty Cent in it. So yeah, no, it was really good. <laughs> okay. So cool. Thieves, but yeah, that okay. was my other recommendation. I'm definitely gonna check it from I've been it's on my list. So, okay. Um, so, just with our last, just the last bit of Soundways, what songs do you want to recommend? Just funny before? enough, I don't have a song this week. Okay. Well, I've got a song. Okay. Um, it's from <laughs> Justin Timberlake's album. Oh, I'm God damn it, talk, why? I'm going to talk about next week. About okay, how oh, yeah, I shit. You didn't it. talk about the but, thing because yeah. I um, but there was there was one But there was one song I just wanted to highlight on there, which is the only song I like, which was um, Morning Light featuring Alicia Keys. That song um, is probably the only good song on there. Or but you're not the saying two. it with like, yeah. No, you're because, just saying it with like, hmm. because as a full body work, I, I didn't really enjoy it. Okay. But, but you, gonna, can, gonna, you can digest on that another I'm going to talk, talk on it later. Cool. But yeah. Um, it's been fun. It's been fun. Same time. Have you got any plans for Valentine's Day? Any special lady in your life? No. Nah. That you don't, you, you don't want to tell people now? Nah. Okay then, all right. <laughs> I'll tell you, you in it. Um, it's been fun, guys. Um... Yeah. Make sure you follow us. Oh yeah, I forgot Twitter, about that. Our socials, which is artistic S O M. Yep. Um, what's our Instagram, Jules? Uh, artistic S O M Pod. There it is, and Facebook, which is artistic state of mind. Yeah. Um, interact with us. Subscribe. All that stuff. Share. All that good stuff. All that um, jazz and everything. Leave a review if you feel like it. Actually, leave a review. Don't do it because you feel like it. Do it because we asked you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's been fun, guys. Um, same time in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Peace.